Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined for another week by the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McNamara. You know, I'm realizing as I say this, I said I was going to come up with new nicknames for us, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, I forgot until this very moment, but uh, maybe next week. Or hey, if you want to submit some, throw them at our Twitter, at uh, Stand By Your Band uh, on Twitter. I don't know if it's got pot in it or something. I can't remember the name exactly. <laughs> I should know it. Some shit I should know, but uh, Tommy, how are you, buddy? You know, it's weird because I realized my default whenever someone asks, how are you? I'm always like, oh, I'm great. How are you doing? But like, <laughs> right now, that seems really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, this is like the best week of my life. <laughs> 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 like, everything is horrible and uh, it's very bad. But, uh, you know, caveat, uh, with that caveat, I'm doing fine. And with that caveat, I'm doing pretty great because we have a great guest this week. We got <laughs> Dwight Simmons. How are you, pal? I am, like Tommy said, uh, not going to lie. I am taking it day by day, man. Yeah. It's fantastic to see your two faces, though. That makes I me happy. I agree. That is nice. There's This is the nice thing about uh, I agree. Zoom. It's nice to see our faces. <laughs> I agree that it is wonderful to be able to look at our faces. <laughs> Um, before we get into the episode, I want to plug real fast. If you're not on the Patreon, we've been doing a weekly Patreon episode for you. Uh, full episodes with our buddy Kevin Lobkovich, the Friday Funnies, we call it. And, uh, people seem to be enjoying it, but we're doing something for the next one. We're bringing back a segment that we call the worst song on Spotify, where we have, uh, people send us in what they believe to be the worst song that exists that is on Spotify so that we can play it because we have a Spotify account. Um, if it's on YouTube, that I guess that's fine too. <laughs> I don't, I don't really care that much as long as we have ability to play it. It's all good. But, um, we, I wanted to promote it now because we're going to do a tournament, uh, of the worst song on Spotify and, uh, do a real battle. But we, we have a bunch of songs already, but I want to, I just want to do a last call for, uh, for what you got, especially if you're on the Patreon because we just announced it and, uh, we want to give you time to be able to send them in. So do that as soon as possible and get on that Patreon, baby. It's only $3 a month. Probably the cheapest Patreon in the game. It's a, it's a solid one. But uh, if, we get, uh if we get this in before the NBA starts, it's going to be the only sports people can watch will be our worst song on Spotify, Patreon. So we could be looking at millions of listeners. That is true. This is the <laughs> only competition that exists now. So get in there, baby. Um, but uh, that is it. Uh, and to speak on what you guys were talking about uh, before, I just did that little shameless plug. Um the world is a fucking mess right now. It's it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's rough. I'm glad that people are um shining a light on everything. That is good, but it is visceral on social media right now. I just got a Facebook message from somebody I went to high school with where it started off cuz it was something about Trump and we don't like to get political on the show because as Tommy says Republicans <laughs> listen to podcasts too. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> Wait, somebody said that. Was that not you? <laughs> no, I, I posted something annoyed with the thing Trump said about the seventy-five-year-old man today, uh, who who tripped and uh, who mm-hmm. tripped, who was pushed to the ground, uh, and he claimed that the guy faked it. 
and he it's, fell harder than he was than pushed. he was pushed, yeah. which is an insane thing to say about someone. Um, anyway, I'll give you, I'll give you, he got pushed. <laughs> yeah, the way he fell. Look, we all have the video footage. He was clearly given Might a little well go push. Ahead and milk this. <laughs> it's some of the most horrific footage. It's it's really horrible to see, and then for him to watch that and go. Oh, that guy's faking it. He's f- <laughs> Who would put themselves in that kind of danger? It doesn't matter. Look, the point is, I got this message from a guy I went to high school with where I thought that he was going to be, he just wrote like a really weird star, but it was like, really? Trump is th- bad or whatever? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then he wrote to me, uh, oh, he wrote a paragraph that I don't intend on reading, by the way. <laughs> I've, I already said my piece and I read his piece. And what his piece is, is literally... Uh, that Hillary is a pedophile and murderer. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> once you start with that, it just seems like uh, the only way to go is uh, up. So I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn a thing or two. Um, anyway, I don't. Uh, it's so funny when you talk about Trump and then somebody goes, well, Hillary, that was four years ago, man. <laughs> It doesn't Absurd. even matter. It's crazy. Anyway, we're not here to talk about it. I like that him. he gave you his thesis statement up top. <laughs> I know. The rest of the paragraph is just him outlining each and every reason why. I And I here's the thing. I I'm, I really try not to, and we're, we'll get off this subject pretty quickly because I, I want to talk about the subject at hand because it is a big one uh, this week's episode, but um, it's, it's so funny how I people – come at you so aggressively. I really try not to delete people though, because I don't want them to have that. I don't want them to have like, Oh, you live in a liberal bubble and you delete everybody who disagrees with you. <laughs> I don't do that. I keep them all around. Cause I want them to fucking see when I have something to say, I want them to have to look <laughs> at it and see what I've shared. And I see what they share too, so that I have something to fucking laugh about. And maybe they do that to me. Uh, who knows? I don't really give a shit, but me and Dwight also did get into somebody who did this. <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys tag teamed. Yeah, we oh, tag teamed. Yeah. It was a real circle jerk of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight had a great line where the, this guy accused us of being a part of a circle jerk, and Dwight said, "Dwight said that uh, you need three people for it to be a circle jerk, and then asked who else could join." <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Uh, very funny. And then he deleted it. And he deleted our entire common thread because we got uh-huh. his ass. Um, got him. <laughs> Wait, you've done? Have you done two or three of our live shows? And this is. I did one at Limestone. Uh, this is embarrassing. I've done two, and I've lost first round uh, <laughs> to lesser opponents in each one. So that's on me. Well, this is the surprise baby. We brought on that guy that uh, we were arguing with to battle you in today—the first (laughs) one-on-one battle of uh, staying by your band. You got to earn your way on. Uh, I'm not gonna have a comeback for Circle Jerk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember. Did you do? Do you remember who you defended on the live ones? Was DMX either of those or no? J Lo was um, one, right? So the first one was Limestone. I think it was Jennifer Lopez. Yep. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah. And that's when I went against Josh Cox. And instead <laughs> of, instead of, uh, I forget who he was defending, but instead of going at me or my, uh, or J-Lo, he went through my Twitter account and ah. uh, found out that I followed uh, many anime accounts and porn stars. <laughs> so. I do remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Here's the thing. The second one, Josh is one of the um, worst battlers in second round. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, Cincinnati. I forget I forgot that we did that one too. Yeah. Carl Spades dropped out, so all the stuff I had written was uh now going against this Admiral uh, you have to go against Stan, Stan Rogers. <laughs> Charlie Beery's uh, Stan Rogers. Which... Yeah. That one of the most controversial moments. That was one of the most controversial moments in Stand By Your Man history. That is what incited a woman getting up and screaming at me in the audience because I she claimed oh. I was not present in the next round when Stan Rogers made it to the finals. Spoiler alert if you haven't listened to that episode yet. Uh, that's on you. Uh, you got to get in there. Yeah. It's a, it was one of the funniest she, uh, moments. She was going to swing on you, man. Yeah, that was fucked the, up. Was she mad about because Limp Biscuit didn't? Yeah, uh, yeah. She was mad that Limp Biscuit didn't move on over Stan Rogers. And I listened <laughs> back to the audio because I, hey, guess what? I'm the one who fucking edits this thing too. And so I get to hear with the reality and Stan Rogers won. And I'll say, and me and Molly have talked about it quite a bit in the, in hindsight. And I think she would even agree that Stan Rogers won that round. And I was in the fucking room. It doesn't matter. This is in the past. I'm, I'm getting angry for no reason. I will say that's a true Limp Biscuit fan. And Will Smith doesn't have those type of fans that will just run up and swing on somebody. That's true. That's that is a good point. Only Limp Biscuit fans. I think that we've learned our lesson on uh, having Limp Biscuit be involved in yeah. the show. It has only caused drama. I will say, I, I, I was listening to the This Is DMX Spotify playlist today to get oh. ready, and the roll in with DM featuring DMX came up, and just oh yeah. Fred Durst rap. I was like, God, I hate this oh. guy so much. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> I don't think I think it's true that Limp Bizkit has caused more drama on this show than any other artist because not only the Cincinnati thing, but the famous Microscene yes, bitch piglet yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> you got to go back and listen to all this. But uh, wild that that came up uh, very organically that you also heard it. Uh, and that is right. We are talking about DMX today. Uh, you heard it. Yes. Uh, what, what a pick. And I, I'm regretful that we kind of put this one together a little last minute and I, but it was, there's so much information about DMX that is hilarious <laughs> online, uh, that I was like, man, I wish we had more time to look up stuff, but I feel that we found plenty as it is. I think right off the bat, I would like to hear, uh, the song that you and I talked about before the show, Tommy. Yeah, when I was looking up crazy facts about DMX, one of them was that he had sang, or he sang uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer live yes. at the radio station. So I was like, we have to play this on the show. I've never heard it. This is going to be a first time here for me. I don't know if you guys have heard You've it. You've never heard this? No, no. I oh, I did oh, not know that. Yeah, I've heard out, this. It's great. Like a hundred people sent this to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer out of every shiny nose. Boom! And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on! Come on! Come on! <laughs> the other reindeer used to have to call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! <laughs> Rudolph, 
your nose so bright. Don't you ride my speed. All the red dead loved him. And he shouted out quickly. All the red nose way dear. You go down to history forever. That's amazing. That is beautiful. It's incredible. It brings me so much joy watching that. And he's so hyped up at the end. (laughs) I just killed it. He is. He's amped. He's like making his own beat. I really love this article about that because I was looking up song facts for it. It, It's for this is from Fact Magazine in November of 2017. DMX finally drops official version of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) Finally is a very funny word to use there. Hey Tommy, was that on YouTube? It was on YouTube. Yeah. How many views does that thing have? Um, there was like a few different versions. This one has 63k, but I'm sure that there's other ones. Those are um, all me. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like one of those videos where the last comment be might be like, "Who's still here in 2019?" Yeah. <laughs> this song was Real playing when I met my wife. Celebrate Christmas this way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that. I love that version. So, Dwight, why DMX? Why DMX? Uh, <laughs> he was, this is crazy. My first two albums that I ever bought were uh, one, the Wild Wild West soundtrack. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Big I had that too. And then the second was, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and then there was X by DMX. So I had both sides of the spectrum there. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. DMX is like the only rapper from my childhood that like actually did the shit he was talking about. <laughs> I love it. Who he is does, he like, he'll talk about uh, robbing somebody and then leaving a survivor because that person was praying. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that probably definitely, definitely <laughs> did happen. Was it you that pointed out to me? I can't remember if it was you or maybe Ben Moore or something. Was like the funny thing about DMX is like a lot of rap is homophobic and they'll like call things gay, but DMX will have a whole verse to be like, and also you're going to hell forever. <laughs> and then he'll he'll just pray on the next track. His interludes aren't skits. It's just him talking about the justifications of what he just said. It's insane. Uh, DMX got arrested in the 80s for stealing a dog from a junkyard. Dude, I was going to bring this up. It's such a funny... Also, I was reading, not only did he get arrested for that, him and his buddy escaped from prison during that. They escaped, man. (laughs) He has such an insane life. Uh, That's crazy. I thought that That's was crazy. he. They escaped jail. How often do you hear stories like that? It's very crazy. It and then his mom turned him with, back in. Yeah, and it usually ends with a shootout. But he had his come to Jesus moment. I think that it should have ended with like him and that guy like sitting on a beach. They have a boat together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so really is, crazy. Um, when he was a kid, he was hit by a drunk driver. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. And his mother refused to open a case because she claimed it went against her faith. They were Jehovah's Witnesses. So they yeah. could have sued for money, but somehow that is against 
the bank. Like, imagine. It would you, be so mad. You know that, that that is part of their faith because some Jehovah's Witness hit another Jehovah's Witness with a car. He's like, oh, man, it's too bad you can't do anything legally about this. And they were like, what? He's like, well, if you read, hold on, let me write something real fast. <laughs> if you read this part of our Bible, it says you cannot sue somebody for vehicular crimes. <laughs> reading dmx's biography is just like watching an episode of ozark <laughs> this is intense and it's clearly made up uh no it's really crazy and now he's like a hardcore christian i just was uh why he was talking about uh police brutality and uh-huh. my mom sent me the video and this was like yesterday he was on a park bench and he's my mom's very religious, so anytime someone is religious, she's like, "Here they go." I was like, "This man's been in prison a hundred and four times." <laughs> One of the few people who's like has gone to prison more than once as a famous person, right? He had one that I, there was one, I knew about the like animal stuff and like that he was a, a crack, like he was into crack and stuff, but I yeah. didn't know that he also went to prison for uh, identity fraud or something like that. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's a very strange that's one where you're like, dude, you're DMX. Weapon. People are going to yeah. know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah. uh, I thought it was just because he was in a movie with Steven Seagal where he kicked people's asses. <laughs> And we we're supposed to take that sincerely. It's like, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, DMX and Jet Li are the same person. <laughs> they fight equally. Well, there's two different identity theft things with DMX. He's the only celebrity who has two different stories like this. Uh, so the first one, this is the one I knew about before. This is kind of the famous one was he was arrested for impersonating a federal agent mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at, at, at JFK airport. Oh my um, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've never been able to find out is why he did that. So this is, let me, let me just read it word for word from the, from the article I'm reading. Um, and I'm, I kind of get what they're saying. Okay. Um, so, he impersonated a federal agent before crashing his car at Kennedy airport inside the vehicle. There was crack cocaine and a club. Um, it was later revealed that DMX smashed through a parking lot gate to avoid paying the $9 fee. Despite, <laughs> <laughs> despite having several hundred dollars in his pocket. And, and he ended up being fined $240,000. <laughs> So because he didn't want to pay nine dollars, he ended up two hundred and forty thousand. Well, I mean I'd gladly play, pay two hundred and forty thousand dollars later if I didn't have to pay nine dollars today. And the other the other identity theft one is uh, so this is word for word from the complex article I'm reading. Uh you'd think DMX would have learned his lesson after facing criminal charges for impersonating a government agent in two thousand four. But DMX likes to take risks, so he pulled a similar move in 2008 and attempted to steal someone's identity. Instead of, <laughs> he was trying to evade an expensive medical bill by pretending to be Troy Jones was the fake name he used, and he was caught and found guilty. 
That's oh my, insane. That I love that he, he was like, I'll do I'll get away with it this time, probably. What that are the odds fantastic. that <laughs> catch me once, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's a great subtle argument for Medicare for all though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we wouldn't have to arrest DMX if just yeah, everyone... <laughs> <laughs> This entire that rap sheet is like uh when they try to make party songs for him, but he's still just talking about murder the whole time. <laughs> like <laughs> trying to make a Nelly beat, like shake your ass, but he's still like, I'll cut your hand off with a chainsaw. There's one more thing from this like crazy facts article I wanted to read. One of the crazy facts is DMX dissing president Barack Obama because of his name. Uh, <laughs> so DMX. <laughs> DMX took the definition of petty to the next level when he was asked when he was asked about Barack Obama during an interview with XXL in early 2008. What the fuck is a Barack? Incredulous. He claimed, he claimed the name was bullshit several times despite despite not actually knowing anything about the presidential candidate. That name is bullshit. He's so mad. At that the is name. so funny. Uh, speaking oh, of names, name speaking of crazy names, do you guys know what DMX's actual name is? Um, I do. His actual I name playing. or what DMX stands for? No, no, no. What his real name is. Earl? What do you know what his middle name is? Uh, I don't think so. I know his last name is my last name. I was going to say his last name is your last name, Simmons. Uh, but I can't, I can't, no, I don't think I know. Tommy, his do you have a guess? His middle name? Yeah. I, I looked this up. So oh, damn it. Up. He yeah. does not have a middle name. <laughs> he has, oh, he was okay. born with no middle name, which I find immediately interesting. <laughs> they were is like, that the Jehovah's Witness thing? I don't yes. even know. Oh, is it? I don't know. The two big things are get hit by drunk drivers and don't tell anyone <laughs> and don't have a middle name. Those are the two big things in that religion. Oh my god! That's yeah, hilarious. no middle name. Tom, you should look just just type the words DMX Indiana into your search browser. Okay, I'm doing it now. While you're doing that, I have one more quick thing: is that DMX is like really bad at using the internet, or he was uh, in 2012. They had him on Power 105. And they tried to get him to Google his own name on a laptop, and he like couldn't do it. And he called the experience scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, scary. Oh, never mind. This was a different one. So uh, scary. the things I'm finding, and we say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Dwight, I know, has a story about this, but the first thing that came up is a Billboard.com story. It says, D this is from 2008, uh, which just so happens to be when uh, Dwight and I went to Indiana University. Uh, the article is called DMX Frat House Concert Ends in Macing. 
<laughs> Dwight, do you want to tell us the story? Or do you want me to read this? Um, you, you, I can tell you the story. Um, I think you should. So here's what I want to do before you tell the story version, because I know that it's you have quite a story. Uh, before that, I think we should go ahead and play Jared's voicemail because. Uh, as listeners know, we have a weekly segment. We didn't do it, uh, I think the last one because, uh, Dwight or uh, Jared didn't have any opinions on 90s music theme song or 90s TV theme songs. But we often have a segment called They Went to Jared where we ask our friend and foe of the podcast, <laughs> the owner of the comedy attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, uh, what his thoughts are on the artists uh, that we are talking about. They are usually very uh, angry. <laughs> um, I'm very curious what he'll have to say about uh, DMX, but he did leave one. I thought that he was going to sit this one out, and he did not. So uh, here are the thoughts from Jared Thompson. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have Dwight Simmons on defending DMX. Uh, this is perfect. Probably the best matchup of a person with an artist uh, in the history of this podcast because I have heard Dwight say the letters DMX more often than I've ever heard him say anything. And um, so this is this is perfect. And also seems like a pretty stupid time for me to take some dumb stance against D- DMX uh, <laughs> with everything that's going on, not to mention Dwight is very rightfully sort of taking down people in comedy for being racist <laughs> and he's right on the, at least the first two uh, so um, I will also say again a weird time to say this in a weird forum but this is I'm 40, I'll be 43 later this month and this is by far the most proud that I've ever been of people in the United States I feel like that this has just been unbelievable to watch and um, the little amount that I've done with it has been an honor, frankly. Um, and uh, so anyway, uh, I do have a sort of a story about D- DMX. We, so D- Dana and I both used to work at a record store in Baton Rouge and at that time, whatever the album of his is where he's like covered in blood, you know, it was like one of the biggest albums that we would sell. We would, you know, it would just, it was crazy. And uh, even though he wasn't like a Louisiana rapper, which is m- like mainly what we sold, we sold the shit out of it. So, but we would get like clean versions of albums. So most of our staff, you know, would like, um, you know, to hear like current hip hop and rap. And so I just remember one of the best lines in the history of music is just like seared into my brain was my mother, my father, I love him, I hate him. And so (laughs) it'll just be just for no reason that that I'll just say that out of nowhere, which is weird. But anyway, I love you guys. Uh, Can't, can't wait to see you guys, all three of you back at the comedy attic at some point. We're going to, you know, we're, we're um, hoping to open at the end of the month. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Well, that's breaking news, huh? Wow. The comedy attic opening at the end of the month. Oh boy, this is June that this is uh, recording, so that would be great. Uh, so that, I that wow. was I, we love you, Jerry Bear, um, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to hear that, and uh, happy to hear from you. Um, 
Very interesting stuff. That is such a. I imagine Jared saying, "My mother, my father. I love them. I hate them." It's very I funny. Them. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so intense. I love it. I also want to point out the something that I think uh, we we caught on here. Jared said, "I'm 40. I'll be 43 next month." Yeah, happy 43rd. Uh, happy 43rd <laughs> birthday! I don't know how you jumped three years in, uh, in uh, one birthday. It was a long congratulations. voice. Congratulations! Um, <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah, um, that was that was uh, Jared Thompson's thoughts on DMX and uh, great like, work. I like hearing uh, Jared's uh, thoughts. Uh, about his time at the record store he owned. Me too. Because he would, yeah, he'd just be like, yeah, this this album was insane. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's great. It's, he's covered in blood. Of course he's going to buy that. You're curious. Uh, it's called beautiful. My Flesh and My Flesh, My Blood and My Blood. And it's a rap <laughs> album? <laughs> Tell me you're not intrigued. I love it. I love it. It was that was a that was a fun I hate one. It. I love it. I hate it. Uh, and also, yeah, Dwight calling out. Go to Dwight's. Oh, really quickly, I wanted to do this earlier. Buy Dwight's album mostly so that he can win an argument against a racist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what is your what's your album called again? Uh, that one that I shared is Pacifist Aggressive. Yes, Pacifist Aggressive. Dwight Simmons, yeah. uh, buy that now. You can listen to it on Spotify too, but just buy that motherfucker. And it it went to like it came out like two years ago, right? Like five years ago, man. Oh, really? It feels yeah, like it, it was the other day. That's crazy. I shared that. I shared that thing that was inspired by our aforementioned argument. That yeah, we had. I don't even want to uh, give that dude uh enough airtime i'm not gonna say his name he can go fuck no. himself it was jared uh. <laughs> that was funny how jared's trying to protect himself he's like yeah taking people down uh, leave me out of it but <laughs> we've got spots for no. all three of you at the comedy i want to play that dmx song you guys were just talking about because i don't think i know it um before uh we get into that story who we be. Uh, yeah. Because I don't think I've ever heard it. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Another one of those. This is for my nigga Q. Down the earth. Join the peace, baby. You know how we roll. There's so many that don't know. This goes out to my nigga Q. Rest in peace, baby. <laughs> <laughs> The drama, the guns, the armor, the city, the farmer, the babies, the mama, the projects, the drugs, the children, the thugs, the kids, the hubs, the love, the stars, the funerals, the weights, the churches, the coffins, the heartbroken mothers, the hoes, the studios, the shows, comes and it goes. The jealousy, the envy, the phony. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It's fantastic. It's a uh, it's, uh, number one uh, habit with DMX to have very aggressive, long intros. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're waiting to hear some lyrics. You're going to be waiting for about 38 seconds as he hits you with a couple what's. Okay. A couple shout outs. <laughs> He's going to set the mood right. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, I love it. Great, uh, great stuff. I, I, it's funny when you pitch DMX, I think because of all the stories about him and because of the story you're about to tell about this Indiana University situation, I forget that I did love DMX when I was a kid. I was really into all his shit. Uh, I, I loved it. And, uh, it's, but then he kind of became a joke because of, Shit like identity fraud and like, <laughs> imper- yeah, impersonating people. But, uh, yeah. and like, he's again one of probably the most hate filled people in his, uh, <laughs> against gay people. But, uh, but yeah. he, I did love a lot of his shit. Um, I was definitely into X Gonna Give It To You and, uh, oh, Rough Riders, I was really into. Yeah. Um, there was some movie that that song was in that I was like, fuck yeah. I think it was maybe a Chris Rock movie. Um, Oh, top five? Top five? No, it was. This was before top five. This was maybe head of the state or something like that. Oh yeah, head of the state. Uh, one of those yeah. older ones that I remember. He was like, I can't... In top five. Uh, oh, he yeah. was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he was also because I have not seen top five, but and this oh, was when I was. Great. I want to see it. I, it's been. A, I, I, it's one of those that I yeah. meant to watch and just forgot about it. But you said that because a lot of people call that like Chris Rock's almost version of a Woody Allen movie. And you said you just prefer to watch Woody Allen. I was like, I just believe in the things Woody (laughs) Allen's doing so much more. I think like, I want the the real thing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just think he's a good guy. (laughs) And I, and, and I just prefer uh, movies uh, where the star is a great comedian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's two episodes in a row we did Woody Allen <laughs> yep and, and hey we'll be back with some more next week on Stand By Your Band we'll take a break now I'm just kidding <laughs> like the world completely changed in between our two episodes <laughs> we still just do Woody Allen <laughs> oh my god uh, uh. anyway um, I think we should get to this this IU story because we teased it and um it's it's something that was big news uh, in our world, and yeah, like I said, if you Google DMX Indiana, this is the first story that comes up, and Dwight, take it away. Thank you, man, and I'm going to give you guys the Sparks Note version, because the story is like 15 minutes long, and uh, ain't nobody got time for that. It's incredible. Uh, is this on the album? It's on that You have this on an album, don't this you? This is on a different album. So check that album out yeah. if you want the full version. What's that album yeah. called? It's called Sip and Pass. Hell yeah. Oh, named after? Yeah, okay. The story, yeah. And this story, I've um, seen you do it many times on stage, and the last time, it was so impressive when we were Go Bananas, and I was like, I was blown away that it was, uh, how long you made it, and packed with punches. It's, it's a great story. It's, uh, it's a lot, man, because I was, uh, on the committee, uh, I was in a fraternity, basically. Yes. But I was on the committee that teamed up with another fraternity to bring DMX to IU's campus. Was this was this for, Little Five? This was Little Five, yeah. So for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, Indiana University's tradition of the Little 500 race, it's uh, it's a big event. It's it's a huge event at IU. It's in, in Bloomington, my hometown. Um, it's, it's one of the biggest things. It's the film breaking away is based on this event. Like 
It's it's a yeah. huge event, and so what happens leading up to Little Five in the weekend, the week of Little Five? There's all these shows. I saw Flight of the Concords during that week oh, once. Nice. I've seen uh, they yeah. bring a bunch of shit. They bring a ton of cool events. I think maybe Vampire yeah. Weekend came one year. Like they they do a lot of Definitely. big shit for it. I saw Snoop. I saw the Yin Yang Twins. Yes, the Yin Yang Twins. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's a huge deal, but you were part of the committee, uh, on one of the frats that, uh, or you were in a frat and you were part of the committee to bring someone to a frat, uh, and right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to use our combined lawn space as next door neighbors to, uh, throw this DMX concert. Um, and I was like the most hyped because between our two houses, I was one of two black people. Out of like 200. Sure. So I was like, I'm a real DMX fan. I felt this shit, even though I went to a high school called Carmel. Uh, <laughs> it's predominantly white. It's like, uh, a, it's but, a very, uh, that's where my uncle uh, lived growing up. And that's, we would always do Halloween in Carmel because the candy was so much better. <laughs> oh my God, man. Full size bars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're smart as hell. <laughs> uh, so I was like super amped. I made sure that I got on this committee. And the first thing that happens is uh, we're in talks with DMX's manager and he sends us what his fee is, uh, which I don't think I'm allowed to say. And oh, his, damn. Uh, his writer. Uh, Can you tell us about uh, the writer? Yeah, I'll tell you about the writer. <laughs> it's, I'll tell you. So when I tell a story, I usually talk about my 10 favorite things that were on the writer. Uh, but like one of the first demands on there was uh, an insane amount of cocaine. <laughs> like, <laughs> they put you all can't the put cocaine on a writer. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> put all this shit on the writer. I wonder why he's been arrested 127 times. It's uh, in his writer. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, Tommy's has underage girls on his, oh but God. I and I don't. But he says that it's up to you what that means. And Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh my God. Um... <laughs> Let's see, he had a, he said, smoke him out. So <laughs> that was sure. just, he had very specific units of measure of stuffs. Like he had a, a 54 white towels. Uh, he had 38 cans of Heineken. Hell Damn. Yeah. 38 <laughs> cans. You know how they sell beer? <laughs> and 38 packs. And fucking 38. Are you kidding me? I think that was him trying to be nice to the students. He's like, look, I know you're only going to be able to get 48, so that's 10 of those are for you. <laughs> Save some for the white towels. <laughs> yeah, pour some. For the, you're going to use the extra 10 to pour onto the white towels. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, rappers back then used to like uh, take an entourage, a huge entourage on stage, and their entourage, all they would do is wave white towels in the air. <laughs> that's all they would do. So they needed 54 of those. Uh, let's see. They needed, uh, this was very specific. They needed two buckets of dark meat, extra crispy KFC. 
Hell yeah. Um, extra, man, I wish that everywhere lets you get extra crispy. That is one good thing about KFC. I miss that. Yeah. It is, it's good. It's good. It's, so it's, good. A, it's a good tr- – he – his manager wrote um, – so we were in a room, and the head of uh, the other fraternity was reading this. And one of the demands was he wanted a black barber from the hood. <laughs> that, that is very funny if you've ever been to Indiana, specifically Bloomington, it's, Indiana. It's, 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 I'm the only black kid in this room. They're leaving this. They get to a black barber from the hood, and like everyone's like, hey, Dwight, do you want to cut me a <laughs> I was like, no, that dude's a psychopath. I've listened to all his albums. He's crazy. I'm not touching that man's hairline. Find somebody else. What did you do? I was like, I guess, I guess. Like, and then uh, just because I was in front of everybody, I couldn't look like uh, a scared dude because I'm the one true DMX fan in the room. So I was like, I guess I can do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm serious. And then, like an hour later, I went to tell the dude, "I was like, hey, I'm I cannot, I yeah. cannot do this. <laughs> I like, I'm a DMX fan, but he terrifies me. <laughs> like, I'm not touching that man's hair. Uh, plus, he was bald, so I really didn't understand <laughs> why he specifically a black barber to handle that. That's uh, so funny. He's creating jobs True. For, for our community. Uh, and then my favorite thing after all this uh, specifics of like 54 white towels and 38 cans of Heineken, uh, one of the last things just says some chips. <laughs> <laughs> Any chips. Just some chips. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. You bring ice uh, chips. And He's like, clever. Least, yeah. Uh, in true Tommy fashion, he says women. <laughs> oh man this is the one problem we have on the road is that tommy <laughs> demands for women to be in the room at all times <laughs> tommy did you use this phrasing because i thought it was very uh uh genuine in parentheses next to women it says can be white <laughs> <laughs> can be <laughs> I love that he's not specific. He's just like letting you know, like, look, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know that this is all you have to offer. So. <laughs> I'm not a diva. <laughs> that is so. But we are funny. high. We're like, we can do mostly everything on that list, and so we sent it back to his manager uh, with a contract, and then they signed a contract or forged a contract, <laughs> and we we signed it. And we're like, holy shit, DMX is coming to Indiana University. We sell like a thousand tickets immediately. As soon as we announce wow. it, it sells out. It's crazy. Uh, so hyped. I'm, uh, I am tasked with working stage security. Uh, so we have like a, a makeshift stage uh, on these two lawns. And I'm, I'm tasked with uh, just like the VIPs in and out alongside the higher security that we have and to make sure that any brothers that want to come through our DMX people that want to come through uh, can have access. Uh, so we set everything up, obviously like thousand kids on third street. Uh, 
concert is supposed to start at 8 p.m. Eight o'clock comes and we have not heard from DMX at all. <laughs> not not from his manager. We're calling him at 7.30. We're calling his manager. Not a peep. Uh, 8.30 comes. Still nothing. Now the opening acts are up and we're fucking panicking. Um, you know, you've been to a concert. You're like, opening acts are typically terrible. Uh, especially at rap concerts because they bring like local rappers in uh, to save money. <laughs> so we have like the Bloomington rap scene. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to ask who opened. So it was Bloomington rappers. Yeah, we have Bloomington rappers. I wasn't watching this part because I was uh, trying to figure out where the hell DMX was. Sure. But there was like no no energy in the crowd outside of impatience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Bloomington like is a great comedy scene. It's great for a lot of things. You don't hear a whole lot about the Bloomington rap scene. <laughs> it is not a thing you hear. It. And hey, I might be wrong. Maybe the underground is popping off and I don't know about that. But I have literally never heard of it. Uh, now that I'm saying that, I'm thinking of, but no, I don't think they were Bloomington. I, yeah, I don't know of any Bloomington rappers who are, uh, popular. There was like some yeah. kids from my high school who made a video that went viral around IU. This was kind of before, but it was the, this is IU and th- oh, this, this is, is how we ball. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that oh, was my like, love that shit. I know it was hot shit. I <laughs> gotta be honest. I hated it the whole time. Yeah. I think it's cause I like. I was just like, this is so corny. Uh, yeah, but people fucking loved it. So they and it did. was they went wild when before. when you're drunk at IU and it comes on, you're like, all right, I guess it's kind of fun. <laughs> I mostly hated it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it barely made sense. It was so bad. <laughs> anyway, that was about as close as we got to uh, yeah. any rappers that I remember. Those Wait. guys might have opened up. <laughs> 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 I legit think if they opened up, people would have been hyped, but um, (laughs) only with that song. I don't think anybody was going for the deep cuts for the This Is Indiana band. (laughs) This is how how dumb I was in 2008. If I wasn't so nervous about having to cut his hair, I probably would have asked to do a set. I was just about to ask this. I was just about to ask you, did you consider doing stand-up before? (laughs) And it would have been a nightmare, dude. It would have been a nightmare. Oh my god, that would have went viral. An outdoor lawn set opening for DMX. That's so funny. That would have been terrible. I would have loved that. I wish that we could see the alternate reality where you did that. I just get booed back to Carmel. <laughs> the sound moves you all the way back to Carmel. <laughs> you throw in 54 white towels. <laughs> Let me get one of the white towels. This is my peer. Got any Heineken left? I love this. I'll, I'll be right back. Continue the story, but I got to go get my charger. My thing's about to die. Right uh, yeah, so, so it's like 9.30. Mm-hmm. And we are just panicking, and like we can feel the crowd getting anxious, and I'm like having 
a panic attack almost because I'm like, we're going to have to explain to a thousand people that think that we sold them fraudulent tickets uh, that DMX isn't coming, right? So 10 o'clock comes and finally a limo pulls up in the back (laughs) of the venue and uh, uh, no one gets out and you can't see anything inside the limo. Windows are tinted. Uh, Window in the back rolls down halfway. Still can't see anybody. All we hear is, yo, somebody go get me some Hennessy. <laughs> Someone runs off and get a gallon of the Hennessy. Oh, my God. Okay. They put it into the limo. The window rolls up. And then the limo drives right the fuck off. No way. Fucking way, man. <laughs> Fucking way. And now we're just standing there like lost. Because like, really... The DMX has come to Indiana to steal a gallon of Hennessy. <laughs> was that his ultimate end goal? His plan. Uh, stuck there, confused. Now, you know, like there's just silence on the stage because there's no more opening acts. Um, so we're like, uh, DMX will be uh, up in a minute. <laughs> like we're just lying around. We don't have any answers. Uh, all of a sudden. It seemed like it's, everything happened super fast. Uh, the stage lights go down. Um, and then all you hear over the speakers are... It's <laughs> fucking grappling. <laughs> and I'm super confused because I was like, I was supposed to be working security. And I was supposed to be working. <laughs> was a wizard. Uh, <laughs> Then the lights flash up on stage and he jumps on stage and he yells, Daddy's home. <laughs> well, he loves me. He is from Daddy's Bloomington, home. right? <laughs> yeah, he was a, ahead of his time. Was <laughs> that movie that hadn't come out yet for 10 years. <laughs> he goes, Daddy's home. And it was like, Where, you're from New York, dog. What are you talking about, Daddy's home? <laughs> Crowd in the care. He's finally here. Going straight, going straight into uh, X, going to give it to you. And he's crushing it. The crowd is going insane. I never felt an energy like that in my entire life. The crowd's losing their shit. I'm having like an out-of-body experience from the emotion uh, on the side of the stage. It's insane. Uh, he holds up after he crushes X, going to give it to you. He holds up the gallon of Hennessy that he just demanded. And into the microphone yells, all right, now what we gonna do is sit and pass. No way. I said we gonna sit and pass, and then he's like, "What I say?" And the whole crowd's like, "Sit and pass," and he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he holds it up and he goes, "Not yet." <laughs> then he sets it down. But then he goes into a second song, which is Who We Be, which is the song you just played. Okay? Yes. I love the song Who We Be. Um, but if you listen to it all the way through, it's not uh, it's not like a crowd starter. It's not a great <laughs> right. follow-up to X going to give it to you. Uh, most of these people are like casual DMX fans. Mm-hmm. They don't know about Who We Be. They know about uh, Party Up. Y'all going to make me lose my mind? Up in here? Up in here, right? Uh, he goes into Who We Be, and if you listen to the whole song, it's really just him listing shit 
for four and a half minutes. Yes. <laughs> That's all it is. What they don't know is the bullshit, the drama, the baby, the mama, the school. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if DMX was high in 2008 or if he just forgot the own lyrics to his own song. Because the uh, the version we got in 2008 was, what they don't know is the bullshit, the drama, the baby, the drama, the Hennessy, 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 there's a lot more sitting right next to a tree. Crowd's like, all right. Still going crazy. He holds up. See, the gallon of Hennessy again. I wish we had that lawnmower verse on, lawnmower on verse? final. Because there's yeah, an Indiana man. Sitting, that's a real lyric in a song. <laughs> the lawn, there's a lawnmower sitting right next to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think it got uh, snakes in the grass too long to see. There's a lawnmower sitting right next to a tree. That which hypes is like, me up. Very polite, <laughs> but also... <laughs> my parents I love them I hate them <laughs> so he uh, he holds up the gallon of Hennessy yet again and he goes now what we gonna do is sip and pass and he gets the crowd to say it again sip and pass and then he opens up his gallon of Hennessy and proceeds to chug it <laughs> chugs it Longer than I've seen any human being. Like, you can see the liquid on the bottle lessen as the man has it held upside down. And now the crowd's going crazy, right? Until he's still chugging, and then they're, like, shocked, silent, and worried about his safety because he has it upside down. And finally, he pulls it away from his mouth and yells, I said, sip me <laughs> he threw a burp. <laughs> That's, there's no cool way to do that. That's so funny. That is crazy. Um, and then he passes it into the audience. Um, here's what you need to know about Indiana. I almost interrupted you earlier to say this. I'm glad I didn't because I, I yeah, I, yes. Go ahead. This is a crazy true, fact. It, it is indeed a dry campus it is a dry uh, campus at indiana university <laughs> which you're is not allowed to have a gallon of hennessy turned upside you're not down allowed to have a beer uh let alone right. a gallon of hennessy and it's also one of those things that is the dumbest thing in the world because it was listed as for there was multiple years that it was uh in playboys top 10 party yeah. schools and yep. people would go expecting that and uh it's a yeah. dry campus, and it's such a joke that it's a dry campus. It's such a joke. But, I'll let you into a little fraternity secret. So at a fraternity party, um, there's a thing like that's There's a organization uh, that IU has that's similar to Excise, right. right? And they come around and check on frat parties. So what fraternities do is they have lookouts, and they have security, so there's always someone looking um, like in the back station in the hallways so that if excise comes, uh, you can hurry up and hide everyone and throw away all the boots. Right. So they can run through and do their check through. So to your point of that being a joke on Indiana's campus, it couldn't have been a bigger fucking joke. Yeah, that. And and it's like on. a thing. There's no way Excise doesn't know that, or that the campus's right. version of Excise. It's all a show for parents, it's I think. Show. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's very stupid. And anybody who would think that Indiana University would be a, a, <laughs> a dry it's camp. a dry camp, it's so funny. <laughs> uh most colleges you'd feel unless it's like a like a religious college, you know. Right. Um right. very foolish, but when, uh, nonetheless, was, that oh sorry, go ahead Tommy. I was going to say when they showed up, DMX was like, "I'm part of Excise." <laughs> <laughs> That's what the X is for. <laughs> Don't mess with X ice. <laughs> Dark man X ice. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, it is for a live performance. Having a gallon of Hennessy. <laughs> in front of a thousand kids. is not uh, uh under is not uh something they can have in the ideal. newspaper yeah <laughs> yeah so he passes it to this girl in the front row and like it's just this tiny sorority girl in the bottle almost knocks her over and the crowd's going crazy <laughs> they're like seven pass do it they're, they're all yelling at her seven pass and she's like i don't want to a friend brought me to this i didn't even want to do it and she's like everyone's like seven pass do it and finally, she chugs it, and then she spits it everywhere, obviously, because it's Tennessee. It's poison. It's not meant for white people. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Six cops jump on stage and tackle DMX. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. It was so intense. Six cops. Two songs into the concert. Two hours after the concert was supposed to start. Oh, my Concert's God. over. Right? You got Insane. a thousand drunk college kids, so obviously what happens next is just a full blown riot. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! It's yeah. insane. Like the cops tried to set a perimeter, but there were too many kids. Right? Everybody. I was on the side of the stage. I saw cops coming in. I saw a dude run up to uh, a cop and go, "Let him go!" <laughs> <laughs> You are quoting the accent police officer. I saw a dude in a wheelchair roll up to a cop and go, uh, uh, fuck the police and fuck you. It was crazy. Can I read and you then, really fast? I just found this headline. Yeah. It was so fun to be in knowing that you were part of the planning committee. This is on <laughs> MTV.com. Uh, the news. It says DMX fans suffer from bad planning. <laughs> Mace in the face. <laughs> That's MTV. <laughs> and it also, we have from NME.com, uh, DMX campus concert ends in riots. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. It was wild, man. It's like the cops didn't have anything to do. And this is a bad week for me to bring this up, but they started spraying mace all over the place. Wow, that is just, truly they just wild. Started, they panicked. Uh, DM the cops that tackled DMX like escorted him away, but I heard that he was like go later that night, uh, and it was wild. Um, I snuck off insane. and uh, ate some chicken and smoked his <laughs> weed because he never came to a burrito, so I hit out. And had some Heineken and shit. That is, um, an, that is such an incredible story. I love it so much, man. It's funny reading those headlines now, though. It's funny. <laughs> I didn't realize how big that story got. Because to me, and 
maybe I don't I don't know how you felt about it at the time, but I was like, this is a Bloomington story. I read about it in the Blue in the Herald Times. Like I didn't know yeah. that it was a national story. Uh, it's, yeah, that's very funny. Dmx was a top five rapper, like sales wise, still. So sure, if, like every Dmx did something, it made national news. Yeah. Um. I hate to, we're already like an hour in. We should we should listen to a few songs. We maybe not even finish this playlist. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go through the whole playlist. We'll just do a little short snippets. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then get out of here. I do want to say, I my first fear when coronavirus hit was what's going to happen to Sip and Pass. Absolutely, know? this is. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it a lot. We were oh. in a text thread. <laughs> Will we ever again? You know. <laughs> I mean, Puff Puff Pass is still. I mean, that's got to be gone now, right? Everybody's got to have their oh, own or have like oh. a wipe or something, you know. Now it's almost unethical to not get high on your own supply. <laughs> yeah, that's <a> <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right, we're run through these songs. I, I am so excited because I love all these songs. I think there's only one I haven't heard, um, but I've never listened to them really, you know, when they come out at parties and shit, but I'm excited <clears> to listen to them. Um, so first up, we got, uh, it's gotta be X gonna give it to you. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yo, get it twisted. This rap shit is mine. Motherfuckers. you you warned us about the intros and i did not Man, it's so funny <laughs> i love it i think a lot of people have the same complaints about stand by your band as they do dmx <laughs> The intros. I love that DMX was the Mark Marin of his time. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that. I shouldn't have said that. I feel very bad for Mark Marin right now. I love him. But uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah. Great. That, I love that song. Next, we got Party Up. It's like so a dance party beat. It's I crazy. It. 
however so many fun. years later it is now yeah even whenever that comes on at a bar or a party people just lose their fucking minds still it's crazy absolutely that whole verse is about uh killing people <laughs> <laughs> you don't kill him you don't kill you you can suck his dick damn <laughs> I love that line so much. I man, um, he's so good. This is great. Uh, I'm having a great time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, we have the true national anthem, the Rough Riders anthem. Yes, there it is. This is the anthem to throw all your hands up. <laughs> uh. That's amazing. I Can think I... that song, that was my like, introduction to DMX, and I was like, oh, shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> now, I think that a... was probably, that has to be mine for sure. Because like I said, yeah. I'm sure that that was in a movie. I will say, I just found a comment on this song's lyrics from 16 years ago from a man named Frog Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is 16 years ago, so this is pre-Pepe uh, the Frog or whatever. <laughs> it's a guy who just loves frogs, I think. And it says... Uh, never ever has there been a bigger bitch fest than this song. However, oh. it is probably the only rap song I can stand to listen to. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, Frog Boys, I gotta tell you, never ever has there been a bigger bitch fest than this comment. <laughs> but it's still my favorite comment. But I love this comment. But that is that, incredible. <laughs> having However, said that, this is my favorite comment. <laughs> that is from his debut album. Which Do you guys know the title of his debut album? Oh shit! It's I was dark just and hell is hot. It. It's yes. dark and hell is hot. <laughs> yeah. I love it. What more do you need to say? He's <laughs> not leaving any questions about what this album's about. <laughs> oh man! Oof. Uh, which was, of course, an answer to "I'm wide awake, it's morning" from Bright Eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're one <Next>. crossover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next is another another classic. Where the hood at? Hey, yo, you niggas must be out your fucking mind. Yo, Thinking yo, dog can't pull another motherfucker. Yeah. Grab it up and hide. Think I ain't gonna turn your motherfucking stupid bitch ass. Think I ain't gonna turn your Yo, 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 yo,
artist don't be. Fucking with a nigga like me. D to the M to the X. Last I heard, that niggas was having sex with the same sex. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the one. That's the song I was thinking of. <laughs> That's the one. Oh yep. my god. That's god damn it, DMX. We were uh, all rooting for you. Had us. You had us. <laughs> With the same sex. I like, that song. <laughs> I like that song because he starts it in the middle of an argument. You don't know what the hell's happening. The busiest intro of all time. There's like sonically <laughs> so much going on. <laughs> it's like fucking oh, uncut gems. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you have my attention. <laughs> true. <laughs> all right, uh, we got two left. Uh, this next one is the one I don't think I'd heard. This is get it on the floor. Oh yeah, which is DMX and Swiss Beats. Ooh. Swiss Beats. I'm just thinking of like the whitest guy in history, which is me right now. Being like, oh, Swiss Beats is that from Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on. Fucked up. We should have ended with the Rudolph. <laughs> Maybe we can do both. Uh, we got one more song. Let's go ahead and one hear more it. song. Um, and it Hell is yeah. my name. This is the fucking shit I be talking about. Half yeah. rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Come on. And I'll be the best you see the rest They looking like they need a rest One more time I'ma spit at you some shit that's gonna get at you Be fucking with your mind 
shut up and talk your shit. Cause you out there running your mouth and really don't know who you fucking with. Here we go again. How many times do I have to tell you rap niggas I have no friends? You spit. <laughs> <laughs> I have no friends. No friend. We no gotta get this man a friend. Poor TM. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, I know you used to play basketball. Yes. Did you listen to hype music? Because this was on my hype music playlist. I did listen to hype music. music. I love this. I listened to mostly Tupac, which wasn't great hype music. Uh, yeah. But it was it was fun. Uh, this is a this is a very good one. I was about to say I think this was in a video game. I think this was in like Fight Night or some shit like that. What are those Animal Crossing? That. What's that Animal Crossing? It might have been Animal that. Crossing. I feel like this was in a video game. game. I was <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is a just a great hype song, and I'm I'm gonna be it's putting good. on the playlist for sure of new hype music. What did I listen I think, to hype myself up? I, I don't think at the end going. of this song, it could be a different song, uh, but he's like doing his outro. If you think he's great on his intros, <laughs> listen to the way he ends song. <laughs> uh, he's just talking, and right before the song cuts off, he goes, y'all niggas is homeless. <laughs> <laughs> the song just ends. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um no, that's this was a great playlist. I had a, I had a great time with this one. I'm trying to think of what would hype me. It's funny. I used to play basketball at that sportsplex uh, that is now the Twin Lakes Rec Center. Did you ever play there? I did in college. Yeah, and yeah. they would play like whatever top forty was on. But I just remember them playing Chad Kroger's uh, "Hero" a lot. That that song from <laughs> Spider Man Two. Where it's like, oh, and yeah. they say that a hero would save us and i just remember draining threes all day while that song would play so I, anytime i hear that song i'm like fuck yeah i'm a legend <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's weird uh, yeah. to listen to hype music before a basketball game because you don't need dmx while you're at the free throw line <laughs> <laughs> It is actually a game. <laughs> uh, I love I it. No I love it. Should we should we go ahead and uh and hear Dwight's last uh words about DMX before we give our ratings on the playlist? Yeah, yeah, then I, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, uh, we gotta wrap it up. Dwight, you have cool. you have the floor. What are what are your last thoughts on DMX before we give our rating of this playlist? My last words about Darkman X DMX is that you won't find a more genuine artist that lives the life he raps about. So you're getting a hundred percent raw sincerity in the form of party music, uh, talking about murder. Uh, he was the first. Uh, uh, true crime podcast as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Just give it to you raw and real and I fucking love it for it. Shaped my childhood and uh, it's where I put a lot of aggression. Uh, and sorry about the homophobic stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and give this uh, I'm going to give this a rating of 5.25 out of 6. It's out of 6. Um, oh, I'm going yeah. 5.25, which is high. I had a great time listening to it. It was very fun. 
there were a couple moments that I was like, man, the buildup is long and he is very homophobic. <laughs> I feel like I got to dock at least, uh, I got to dock at least a half a point for homophobia. <laughs> um, at least. Um, and then, yeah, maybe the other point two five for whatever. But I, I, just in terms of how much fun I had listening to this music, I got to give it a high rating because each song I, I have memories attached to and I enjoyed it. Uh, Tommy, what do you think? Uh, a lot of fun listening to this. We here at Stand By Your Band Inc. do not like homophobia, uh, especially during Pride Month. So I'll take a full point for that and go five out of six. Because I, I think I care more than Tom does. Um, is that right? Now, is that is that is that right? <laughs> but no, it was, uh, that story was so amazing. I was so happy you came on to tell it. Um, and everyone should buy your album. Yes, albums. Check out Dwight's shit. Uh, and also, Dwight is doing something I really love on Facebook right now. And on it's on Medium.com, but you're sharing them on Facebook uh, for yeah. for at least a while. Because this comes out tomorrow. So check out Dwight's uh, story of uh, instances of racism and comedy, especially if you're one of these fucking bitches who uh, wants to deny that this exists. And it drives me fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. check that out. But yeah, buy Dwight's albums. What else you want to plug, Dwight? That's it, man. Please uh, read my stories. I'm working uh, pretty hard on them to uh, make them relevant and easy to read and open up my perspective of what I've experienced while doing comedy over the last 10 years. You know what I mean? So uh, check those out. They're on Medium or on my Facebook page. Get in there. Uh, Dwight's one of the funniest fucking people I know and uh, truly an incredible stand-up and somebody who has put work in for a long time and it shows. So thanks so much for coming on, Dwight. And also, get on the Patreon. Like I said, $3 a month uh, gets you four uh, full-length episodes with uh, Kevin where we talk about music that we actually enjoy or whatever. And then this... Uh, this week we are talking about uh, worst songs on Spotify, but a lot of times we talk about albums that we all love. We we talk a lot about Wilco. It turns out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get Tommy's album on vinyl. Who's Tommy? And then Tommy, what else you got? The uh, other yeah, pod. That's it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, my spectacular yeah. life. Check out my spectacular life, and uh, thank you guys for listening, Dwight. Thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Hell yeah. All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Uh, Keep it crispy. Bye.